Let's go to our honorable Ustad. Ustad, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum wa arafat. Jazakallahu khayt our engineers, Brother Junaid Khan and Brother Riyaz Hussain. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillah, on this Mubarak day of Jumu'ah Friday, we focus on Surah Al-A'raf, chapter number 7 of the Noble Qur'an, this surah was revealed before the migration from Makkah Mukarramah to Madinah Munawwara and comprises 206 verses. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala has entitled and called the surah A'raf. What is the meaning of A'raf? Istiwat hasanatuhum wa sayyatuhum. There will be three categories of people. Those people with iman, faith, conviction, and entering Jannah with the grace mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla those people who will enter Jahannam Allah for birth because of their kufr and shirk, their blasphemy and polytheism, then there will be those people whose actions will be the good actions and the evil actions will be equal. So easy example of that, we are waiting there at the airport and we are in the line, but we have a ticket, but we are on standby. You don't know whether you will make it, or maybe they'll tell you the plane is full. So these people will look on one side, and they will see the people of Jannah. On the other side, they will see the people of Jahannam and Hellfire. So the people of Araf, they're on that bridge. Then after some time, Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, through His grace and mercy, will enter them into Jannah as well. So therefore, they are known as the people of A'raf. Many, many verses here for us to learn. Number one, the dua, which our spiritual father and mother read, رَبَّنَا ظَلَمْنَا أَنفُسَنَا وَإِن لَمْ تَغْفِرْ لَنَا وَتَرْحَمْنَا لَنَكُونَنَّ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ Oh, beloved Allah, we have wronged ourselves and our souls. Ya Allah, if you don't forgive us. Ya Allah, if you don't envelope us in your mercy, then we will be the losers, Ya Allah. We should read this dua abundantly because Nabi Adam alayhi salam is ma'asum. They do not commit sins, but it was a mistake. Me and you, we commit vices, we commit sin. So always beg all, Mithya Allah, Jalla wala, for forgiveness. Iblis Shaitan, he said, and he, ah, he told Almighty Allah, obviously Almighty Allah knows everything, but Allah is using this as evidence against him. Why didn't you make sajda to Nabi Adam alayhi salam when I commanded you? He said, Ana min. I am superior to him. So today we tell people that you must go and speak to that person with whom you severed ties. You say, who is he? So why should I go to him? So we adopt the slogan of shaitan, Ana min. I am better than him, I am superior to him, and that is the downfall of this ummah. Quran Kareem teaches us not only on Fridays, but whenever we go to the masjid, we must wear such clothing, 
and attire that is respectful. Ya Bani Adama Khuzu Zinatakum in the Kulli Masjid. When you go to the Masjid, then take your beautiful attire with you, your beautiful clothes, Islamic clothes with you. Today it's sad but true. You find many of our brothers, they will come with their T-shirt and trouser, and when they go into Sazda, you can even see the crack of the buttocks, Allah forbid, right inside the Masjid. Obviously, to read Salat with such clothing is not permissible. Then all might Allah mentions the wonderful usul and principle of Islam. Eat and drink, but do not waste. Look at how much we are wasting. We go on holiday, we go to hotels and restaurants, and we just order, and half of it goes to waste Allah forbid. So that is unacceptable in Islam. Then all Allah in this very surah teaches us, Ud'u Rabbakum Tadarru Awa Khufiya. How should you make dua and beg Almighty Allah, call Almighty Allah with humility? We are beggars in the court of Almighty Allah, wa khufiya and softly. We don't have to shout and scream. Today is the Mubarak, blessed day of Jumu'ah between Asr and Maghrib. Raise our hands, make dua to Almighty Allah, Jalla wa How are we going to make dua? See Nabi Musa, alayhi salam, and Nabi Harun, alayhi salam, Surah 7, Surah A'raf, verse 151. Ya Allah, include us in your mercy. Whilst Allah, you are the most merciful one to show mercy. O listeners of Radio Lansar International, Marqas Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, learn this dua. Surah 7, verse 151. O oh, beloved Allah, include us in your special mercy. And you, Allah, you are the most merciful one to show mercy. And you will see how Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, blesses us. Every messenger, Nabi of Almighty Allah, selected by Allah, Jalla Wala, and not elected by people, they came for a certain time, a certain place, and a certain circumstances. But we see Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Inni Rasulullahi ilaykum jami'ah. I am the final and the last and international messenger for all times, all places. And therefore each one of us must realize that Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is our role model at all times, all places, all circumstances. And then Almighty Allah speaks about Ahadi Alast. When Almighty Allah created Adam salam, before that Almighty Allah created our arwah, our souls, and we see Almighty Allah took a pledge and a covenant from us. Alast to be Rabbikum, am I not your sustainer, nourisher, provider? So we all said, every roof and soul and spirit said, why not? Where did this pledge and covenant and allegiance take place? In Arafat, as mentioned, Mulan Arafat, in Musnad Ahmad, the Hadith Kitab. Therefore, when we go for Hajj, and it is 9th of Zilhijjah, we're standing on the plains of Arafat in Ihram, and we're saying, Labbaik, Allahumma Labbaik, then we also repeat and say, Anta Rabbuna, Anta Rabbuna, Ya Allah, we are your guests, and we have come here to renew our pledge and our promise to you. You are our sustainer, nourisher, provider. 
O Ummah, on this Mubarak day, the fourth of Jumad al-Ula, Friday, see what Allah is commanding us for every day. وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَى فَدْعُوهُ بِهَا Chapter 7, verse 180, all Allah states, all Allah has wonderful, beautiful names. Invoke all Allah by those beautiful names. So read the beautiful 99 names of Allah. Hadith in Bukhari Sharif and Tirmidhi Sharif. Man ahsaha dakhal al-jannah. Who reads it, who memorizes it, enters jannah. Surah A'raf, a dead surah. It has a distinction that the first is the tilawat is mentioned in it. So I told you Surah A'raf, 206 verses. So subhanallah, you will see the last verse. That contains Sajda Tilawat. So remember, we have 15 Sajda Tilawat in the Noble Quran. The Hanbali say you should make all 15. Hanafis and Shafis say 14. Maliki say 11. All these are academic discussions. So may Almighty Allah, Jalla wa'ala, bless us all. Ameen, Gee, we are here in Trikhat by my niece's place, Moana Ismail Osman's place. My sister is here, Allah grant her shifa. And all those who are ill and sick. And mashallah, our brother Haji Faisal, mashallah, Sharif Noor, we were there by his place yesterday. And mashallah, last night we had a program in King Ross, Mulana Zahir Ali, mashallah, is the Imam there, Hazrat Mawa Zubair Ali's illustrious son. And we stopped there in Leslie, Leandra, to go to the grave of Hazrat Mawa Zubair Ali and Appa as well. Allah Ta'ala grant, he was the first sheikh of ours, our family. We can never forget Hazrat Mawa Zubair Ali, rahmatullah alayhi. So in that way, inshallah, today our program will be fajr in the Trikhat Masjid. The weather is nice, not raining. And we'll have a brief program, inshallah, after Fajr. And inshallah, we will leave from here and go to Carolina. And inshallah, Dr. Gina is waiting for us there. Allah reward him and Ameen. his family. Ameen. Inshallah, Ameen. today's khutbah from Makkah will be rendered by Sheikh Sudais and from Medina Munawara by Sheikh Subaiti. So inshallah, Aziz will translate the khutbah from uh, from Carolina. And in the evening after Maghrib in Masjid Hashimi, Haji Yusuf Arbi, where they are. So we have a program there in Carolina. So alhamdulillah, our brother... Ahmed Wali and them, I would ask Brother Yusuf is Asakji, mashallah. So the trip is going well thus far. Make dua for us and the Ummah at large. Ji. Amin, 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 Amin. Ustad is 29 minutes after 4. We're asking you to make dua for us because you are a Musafir. And we make dua as well for Hazrat Mulana Ismail Osman. Allah Ta'ala grant him lots and lots of barakah for making your khidmat, Ustad. And may Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala bring you back safely, inshallah. Amin, uh, Amin, Amin. Amin, inshallah. Ustad, let us go to the Bronx. This beautiful, mashallah, uh, Friday morning, the United States of America. Can a stepson love alone with his stepmother? during her iddat and after he has grown up with her from a young age this is brother tariq from the bronx ustad mashallah jazakallah khair all the way from america with that question anything we want to find out we will find the answer in the noble quran or in the sunnah mubarakah of mustafa habibuna sallallahu alayhi wasallam all Matthew Allah Jalla Wala states, Wala tankihu ma nakaha aba ukum minan nisa illa ma kat salaf. Surah 4, Surah Nisa, verse number 22. When your father marries a lady, then you, the son, can never ever marry her, nor now, nor in the future, even after his death and demise. 
So let's take the scenario here, this person here, so his mother is there, and now the stepfather is there. So in a case like this, there is a daughter, for example, and she is going to live now with the stepfather in that house. So remember, is that permissible? Or you have the stepson, and he is living with the stepmother. So you must remember, all this would be permissible because the Quran Sharif has mentioned it in Surah 4, verse 22 and verse 23. However, if they are alone because either the stepfather or stepmother has passed away, and now you have only the stepson with the stepmother, or you have the stepdaughter with the stepfather, so you must remember in cases like this, if there is fear of pitna and death, then definitely not permissible. But if there is no fitna and so forth, then it would be permissible because you can never ever marry that person. Ustan, we go to a new listener that uh, tuned in last night on our program, Sister Naila from Kempton Park. And she says, Assalamu alaikum, Mulana Arafat. Could you please have the podcast of last night's program with you, Mulana Salim and Brian Blem? And Sister Naila is asking here, Honorable Ustad, she says that, uh, Muftisab, will it be possible? If, Muti, if Muftisab could send me the Juma sermon of Ya Rabbi Nafsi Nafsi in Arabic, Sister Naila from Kempton Park, Ustad. Okay, Sister Naila, your name is Mubarak Sayyidina Usman, radiallahu ta'ala an Amirul Mu'mineen, the third Khalif of Islam. His honorable wife's name was Naila, the one who obtains the good deeds. And regarding the question that our khutbah, inshallah, just go to my website, www.mufti, a.k.a. Hussein, A-K-H-O-O-S-E-N, and look for the Jumma lectures, and inshallah you will find one somewhere there, you will find the khutbah of Nafsi Nafsi, and inshallah then you can memorize it and Ameen. transcribe it, inshallah. And remember that tonight, after 8, 8 to 10, will be the repeat of the bliss of marriage as well, so you can listen to that as well, Allah Ta'ala make it easy. Ustad, I am married and have no children of my own. My wife's son from a previous marriage was brought up by both of us for over 20 years, Ustad. I have two sisters and no brothers. How is my inheritance be distributed, Ustad? Okay, if we are speaking about the lady and she says she doesn't have any children, but she has a husband and she has two brothers and one sister, Molana? Gee, Ustad, it says yes. Two brothers and uh, it says my wife's son from a previous marriage brought up brought up for doing I have two sisters and no brothers. Okay, so in a case like this, what will happen is even you pass away the husband, so your wife will inherit because you don't have children, so that is your wife's child, not your child, so you don't have children, your wife will inherit 25%. And it seems that your parents have also passed away. You don't have brothers, you don't have children, but you have two sisters. So 25% for the wife, then two-thirds that will be for the, remember, the two sisters. So there will still be another 7 8% left. So that will go now to the other heirs. Who will be the other heirs? So you will look now for your... You don't have sons, you don't have parents, you don't have uh, brothers. So in a case like that, we look for your father's brothers, your chacha, your uncle, and mm-hmm. so forth. So they will inherit the remainder. So that is how the estate will be distributed. So 25% for the wife, 
two-thirds for the two sisters, and the residue remainder to the chacha, the uncle, paternal uncle. Ustad, we go to Mauritius. Uh, uh, it says, Assalamu alaikum, honorable muftisab. My husband and I have not been for Hajj before, and we wish to apply for this year. I would like to know if we have to go via Sawuk, or is there a new body formed after last year's debate? Sister Naima from Mauritius, Ustad. Remember, you want to go for Hajj, may Almighty Allah take us all for Hajj and Umrah, and may Almighty Allah protect the Haramain Sharifain. Start today, inshallah, after 15 minutes after sunrise, or after Jumu'ah, or after Maghrib, or whenever it's convenient for you, read two rakats Salah daily, and read Surah 2, verse 128. And that is wa arina manasikana wa tubalena innaka anta tawabu rahim. Oh, beloved Allah, that show us the places of Umrah and Hajj and forgive us, O oh Allah. Verily, you are oft forgiving, very merciful. The dua of Nabi Ibrahim, Khalilullah alayhi salatu wasalam. So you should read that dua abundantly and all Matthi Allah Jalla wa will make you his guest as well and make all of us his guest and do you for Rahman. Regarding the logistics and the procedure, the only organization we know that is in charge of the Hujjaj of South Africa is Sahuk. I'm not, I don't know of any other organization. So yes, you will have to go through via Sahuk and you contact them and go on their website for further details. Ustad, let us go to Maputo, to Beira. Uh, the question says, Ustad, is it permissible for girls to sing wedding songs in the weeks prior to the wedding in gatherings with girls only that's number one number two is it permissible for them to play a drum like instrument the doll number three i think it's all the same ustad is it permissible for the girls to dance amongst themselves prior to the wedding and number four if invited to such a gathering should I attend? Anonymous from Beira, Mozambique. Ustad. Okay, this is from Mozambique, Beira, beautiful city, right there by the coast. MashaAllah, we were there last year. May Almighty Allah, Jalla accept all of them and all of us. Now, here, before I respond to the question, we need to understand the background of all this. You see, my daughter is getting married. Mm-hmm. So this weekend, next weekend... So in our terminology, the colloquial, they're going to have a jol. They're going to have a party every day, every night there's a function. Monday night will be Mendy, Thursday night will be Quran Khatam, Tuesday night will be Mendy, and Wednesday night there will be all this now musical gala, they will call it, and all like that. So what will happen is the ladies will say that we're getting together, and one lady will sing. They will tell us it's only ladies. Somebody will be dancing, somebody will be hitting the doll, the drum, somebody does. Now ask yourself these three questions. Who will be there to serve you? You will find most of the time there are caterers and the caterers come with men. Second one, the video will be there 100%. You must remember... So this woman will take the video of dead ladies, the dancing and singing and all these things, and then it goes viral, mm-hmm. millions and thousands of namahram strange men see it. Next one, that all these type of actions, none of them are sunnah. So why should we have all these type of things? 
marriage is a happy occasion without a shadow of doubt. Mm. But that is when we do it according to the Sharia. And today is not to do what the Sharia is just to do to fulfill our own worms, fancies and desires and remember for fun and games. They will tell us only ladies, but remember definitely men will see them, maybe not live while they're busy, but when it goes out viral, that woman will take the shot on her camera, show it to her husband, show it to her son, show it to her brother. So how can all these type of activities ever be permissible? So we say, no, a Muslim must abstain from this. Yes, you should be making dua. You should be asking Allah, Ya Allah, I'm getting married soon. Envelope us in your mercy. We just did now in Surah Araf, verse 151. Surah 7, verse 151. This whole week, joel and party atmosphere is not what Islam teaches. Remember that. Mm. Ustad, we've got uh, Sister Saida all the way from Krugersdorp. She's saying that, uh, Mufti Saab, we just want to know that which country you haven't been to. Every time Molana Arafat mentions any overseas countries, you always say, Alhamdulillah, you've been there and you've witnessed that. So Sister Saida from Krugersdorp wants to know which country you haven't traveled to, Ustad. <laughs> any countries we haven't visited, but our intention is, inshallah, with Allah's help and mercy, Allah will take us to all those countries Ameen, Ameen. with what intention, so that, inshallah, we can speak to the Muslims there, assist them wherever we go. They have so many queries, so many doubts lingering in their minds. So we go there with this intention to assist them and help them. So may Almighty Allah, Jalla wala, make us true ambassadors of Islam Ameen. throughout the world, inshallah. Brother Yunus, Haji Yunus, all the way from New York, uh, the United States of America. He says, Honorable Mufti Sab, Juma Mubarak to you and to the family. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always keep you protected. Inshallah, ameen. That's from Haji Yunus. Amen. Amen. Does wudu break for a male if he falls asleep while sitting on a chair or in the aeroplane, economy class? Is the fatwa the same for a female? Uh, this is Haji Yunus, Ustad. Whether you're in economic class or whether you're business class or whether you're first class, the matla will remain the same. You don't mean, Brother Yunus, in economic class, your huzu breaks in first class, you don't break. The masla remains the same. The masla is this. If one has performed huzu and after that you are sitting and you're sitting on a firm, firm place, meaning that the back passage, nothing can come out from there. It is really closed up properly now. So no wind, nothing can escape from there. So even if you go for 40 wings and so forth, and then you wake up, so you must remember your huzu is still valid for male and for female. So your huzu would not break in that instance, whether you're in a car, whether you're in a train, or whether you're in a plane. So the fatwa remains the same. Ustad, we go again to Mauritius. Uh, they're asking, uh, my apologies for discussing such a sensitive topic with you, Ustad. But if a woman experiences her monthly cycle while she is fasting two hours before breaking fast, should she terminate her fast immediately? And if a woman notices her monthly before Zawal, should the same rules apply? Your advice on this will be greatly appreciated. Mauritius, Ustad. All Allah Jalla Wala discusses all these type of issues in Surah 2, Surah Baqarah, verse 2, 2, 2. So easy reference, chapter 2, verse 2, 2, 2. So remember, brother, sister, that when someone's wife or daughter, sister, her menses starts while she's fasting in the morning, 8, 9, 10 o'clock, 
or one hour, half an hour, two hours before iftar, immediately the fast breaks, and not only breaks, that immediately she should be eating also. She cannot continue fasting in that state and condition of her menses. Because remember, for a haiza, a lady who is in menses, to fast is haram. So she cannot be imitating that lady. If it is Ramadan and this happens in the morning or afternoon, then you eat, oh sister, but not publicly, privately. And that is not to go announce to all and sundry that your menses have started. And then remember, qada also will be compulsory of that fast there. So that is the fatwa regarding this issue. Many a time the ladies, they apply their own logic and it is incorrect. This is the fatwa regarding this issue. Immediately the fast is broken, whether it is nafil fast or compulsory fast, whether it happens in the morning or evening. And remember, they try and eat immediately after your menses have started because you cannot continue fasting whilst you are in the state of haze and menses. One more question, Molana Ji. Uh, Ustad, there's a brother says here from Eastern Transvaal. MashaAllah, he's listening to the program. He says, is the sale of dogs cheetahs and animals of prey valid i am a hunter and i love hunting ustad that's the brother from eastern transvaal you must remember if you are speaking about dogs and all this type of thing it's not permissible to sell it when you are selling it you must remember and now your aim is that you are selling such dogs and so forth that are for pets people are going to use it as a pet dog and so forth Quran Kareem teaches us Surah 5 verse 2 Wala ta'awanu alal ithni wal udwan that you can now, we must not cooperate in sin and vices and transgression but if it is for example hunting dogs or security dogs and so forth so then remember it will be permissible to sell it because to keep a hunting dog or to keep a security dog in the Sharia is permissible so Jazakallah khair to all the listeners and mashallah make dua for us Ameen. and the Ummah at large Ameen. and inshallah 11.30 will be the adhan, second adhan from our time, South African time from Makkah Mukarramah today is Sheikh Sudeis and thereafter we will translate on all three platforms inshallah Radio Ansar, Markaz Sahaba and on Sirius FM Barakallah Fiqh, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. That was Honorable Mulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain. Hafizahullah.